welcome to episode 10 of The Weekly Shaz. I am so excited that we have now made it to double digits. Um, and this week we are going to be talking about living in the world, but not of it. Um, but before jumping in, I am just going to let everyone know who hasn't been here before um, that this podcast is about our faith in Jesus, having real life personal conversations, and just having good old Christian fun. Um, we also <laughs> drink a little caffeine <laughs> while we do so. Um, today I am drinking my favorite Lotus. Um, yeah, so for all you loyal listeners that have come back each week, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. And this, if this is your first time here, I am so thankful that you decided to give us a shot. Um, all right. So it is now time for the joke of the week. Um, I actually guess I do fact of the week first. So we're going to do that. Um, fact of the week, a human can sweat around 26 gallons in bed a year. Um, gross. <laughs> that is about 416 cups over the course of 12 months. Um, so that is one of the many reasons we should be changing our sheets uh, regularly. Um, our joke of the week is three, three guys are stranded in the desert island. Um, they find a magical lamp containing a genie who grants each of them one wish. The first guy wishes he um, was off the island and back home. So does the second guy. The third guy says he's so lonely and wishes his friends back. <laughs> um, loyal listeners, have you heard this joke before? I actually remember hearing a joke. It was either just like this or very similar um, when I was younger. So if you have, go ahead and let me know on Insta. Okay, so on to the nitty gritty. Um, so how do we live in our society without conforming to it? Um, is this the mindset that we should even have? Pretty, this is actually a pretty deep, um, conversation. Uh, first we need to think about, uh, where this quote even comes from. Um, there is actually a few places in the Bible, uh, but here's one that I read. Um, so if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn to John 18, 36. Um, if you don't, I'm going to read it. If you do, I'm still going to read it and you can read along. Uh, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting, would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not of this world. Um, yeah. Uh, it also, um, so this is the eve of Jesus's crucifixion. Um, but if we back up to even 17, um, 17, 14 through 19, Jesus's prayers for his disciples, um, and he's praying for God. Uh, so John 17 verses 14 through 19, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. 
They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified in truth. Boom. So this isn't something that us Christians just made up as a tagline. Um, It is in the Bible. I know that we have definitely heard this phrase, um, whether we are new Christians or old ones, um, we have definitely heard this. Um, so what do I think about it? Um, in my mind, it is so easy to answer, but really it's kind of a big question. Um, it's not just an easy one, two, three kind of thing. Um, I mean, first, we're obviously here. Uh, we live here, but this world is not our home. Our home is heaven. Um, we are Im- ambassadors. Second uh, Corinthians five twenty uh, talks about that, um, which was what is an advance. An sorry, an ambassador. Um, an ambassador is a representative. Um, so we are here as representatives of God, sent to this foreign country to show others Him. Um, which an ambassador for a foreign country uh, is not expected to act like Americans. They're not um, expected to protect or fight for America. They are to think and do what's best for their countries. So we are to do what's best for his kingdom. Um, You know, on the other side of the coin, uh, as Christians, we can't be so against the world. Uh, that we are just going to let it catch fire and explode. Um, because that's not what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us God so loved the world that he sent his son to die for it. Um, yes, we are called to be set apart, but that doesn't mean we are better than anyone else. It doesn't mean we can be standoffish. Um, and I think that's a big thing within us is that sometimes we think we're above everybody because we have Christ in our heart when we're not. Um, so doing my research, it kind of made me realize, um, I don't think I really like this. Um, only because, I mean, what does it mean? We're not of this world. We need to live in, in this world, but not of it. What does that mean? Um, I like the thought of, we are ambassadors. We need to go out and be ambassadors for Christ. Like that is telling us exactly what needs to be done and what we are to do. Um, because we are not of this world and we know this, but we were put into this world. We are sent into this world. Um, I think a lot of the time, especially as parents, uh, we want to keep the bad out so much that we want to shelter ourselves or exile us and our family so we can't interact with the bad. But that is not what God tells us to do. We should be the salt and the light. Uh, when we exile ourselves, it starts to create um, this like us versus them culture and mentality. Uh, scripture is so clear about our call. What is our call? Our call is going out and making disciples. Um, there is really, there is a fine line between protecting us and the youth, um, and doing what Christ commanded us to do. Um, I know being a youth leader, uh, kids can be just as effective in sharing the gospel, sometimes more so, um, than adults. Uh, 
now, <laughs> being a parent, um, I want to protect my kids. Um, but that doesn't mean I should stop them from going out into the world to be ambassadors for Christ. Um, obviously, my kids are very young, so that isn't a thought that I really have to deal with right now. But I know that there are parents out there that their kids aren't two and one years old, that um, they are old enough to understand and they're old enough to be out in the world. And hopefully they're out in the world being ambassadors. Um, yes, we will work and pray and figure it out. Um, like we'll fight for them, all of that. Um, cause we want them not to experience the world, but we also can't shelter them from that. Um, with that being said, I am responsible to help my kids have the tools and the understanding to succeed in being ambassadors for God. Um, parents, this is our job. I spoke about this, um, the last episode with Tay, um, and it is just always laying on my heart. Um, even at, even as my kids are so young and they are barely talking. It's something that is constantly in the back of my mind um, because I know that I need to do everything I can to equip them to love Jesus, to share Jesus and live for him. Um, but as parents and as a youth leader, um, I do have to be that backup for them. Uh, when doing my research and kind of thinking or like looking into things, it kind of reminded me of when my husband Chris was in the academy. He was in training, but they were still taking him to do things that he was going to have to do in the job. Um, he may not have been doing something specific, but they are going to load him up and show him what needs to be done, give him the tools, give him the equipment before just sending him out. Um, and that's what we are called to do. For me, uh, I don't want kids to be attacked from all sides, um, especially when they're not fully equipped. Uh, however, we definitely cannot stop them from doing God's will. Um, I am responsible to give my kids the skills and resources to be successful. Um, so I need to be there for them. I need to be available to help uh, answer questions. Like whatever comes up, I need to do my very best to be available. Um, I do not have all the answers. Um, and I know that. I know that I am still learning and growing in Christ and my relationship with him. But I can help find those answers. Um, we also don't know what we know sometimes until we start talking about it. Um, I mean, I remember the first time I led a class, I'm actually not just sitting at small group tables, but like stood up in front and was talking. I was so nervous. I hate public speaking guys. Um, even when it's just kids, I don't like it. Um, I remember when I was working, sorry, a little tangent, but I remember when I was working, um, we had these monthly meetings or whatever where we would have to stand up in front of them, in front of everybody, and just tell them something or whatever. And it, I remember standing up. It was my very first one. I remember standing up and was like, hey, guys, uh, my back is sweating, but I'm here. 
obviously made everybody laugh, but I legit was so nervous. And it's so funny because it wasn't, it's sharing something of me. But anyways, um, but yeah, but sometimes, but I remember standing in front of the girls and being so nervous to talk to them. Like I remember not feeling confident. Um, but I needed that push, right? And I started talking and I felt so comfortable. And then I just started doing more classes. And then eventually I had my own class and I was teaching them every week. And it was, it was fun. It was amazing. And I loved it. Um, you know, but (laughs) with that, um, why I was talking about that is because sometimes teenagers need a push. Um, there obviously is a certain age, but sometimes they need to be challenged. Teenagers love that. They may pretend that they don't, but they love that challenge because they feel like we are giving them the reins. They feel like we are letting them control that because we are. Um, but they still needed to be guided. They still need to be guided. Um, so how do we actually impact our culture for good? Um, at Mountain City Church, um, at MCC, the verse, the verse is from Matthew 5, uh, specifically 13 through 16. That has been like our vision. That has been our church's verses um, because that's what we want to be as a church and what it talks about um, is being the salt and light, right? Um, so let me just, let me just read, um, so I'm going to start at 14. Uh, so Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. So, um, our goal isn't to shine our lights at them. It's to shine our lights before them. Um, so we don't go to work and immediately go up to someone and say, Hey, you're going to hell because X, Y, Z. Um, most of the time that person is going to write you off. Um, they're just going to think that you are, um, another extreme religion and not even give us the time of day. Um, no, Matthew 5, 16 is saying to live like Christ, being an ambassador for him so much that people look at you and say, I want that. I want to be a part of that kingdom. Um, we have been given the light, guys. We have been giving the light. Capital L, the light is Christ. Um, we've been giving that light not to flee from the darkness, but to go into it, illuminate it, and save others. Um, we know that this world is on fire. We know that it is a burning building that will be destroyed. We know that. The Bible tells us that. Um, but we as Christians are supposed to get in and get people out. Um, but we also have to remember that it's not by our will. It's by his. We are not the soul savers. We do not get people saved. Jesus does. All we can do is point them to the way to go. Um, so how much engagement, like, should we as Christians have? Um, should we be going out and cleaning the oceans or taking care of our city or helping the homeless? Um, well, what I really need to think is, well, what did the early church do? Um, the early church built hospitals. They did all of that. Um, they took care of the people. So 
they took care of the people with whatever way that was needed. Um, and we are called to be good stewards. Everything we have is not ours. So we should be given back, be giving back because, um, that is what we're called to do. Uh, we should be meeting people's needs in order to help them grow to Christ. Um, so going back to the phrase, living in this world, but not of it. Um, we have to remember that as Christians, we are already not of this world. This is not our kingdom. This is not our home. Um, first Peter says we are citizens of heaven. We don't have to pull ourselves out. That is not our starting point. Um, our starting point is that we are not of this world. Um, when we go out, we should be going out with the gospel. Uh, example. So when you're yard cleaning for somebody or when we do that citywide engagement where we're standing, we're giving people free gas, we're washing cars, all of that. And someone says, you know, why are you even doing this? Why are you out here? We should be saying, well, God showed us his love. So we want to show it to the rest of the world. Have you heard his love? Um, we are to go out into the world, be the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, view them just like Jesus did, because that's who Jesus was. He was a friend of sinners and he came for the broken. Um, we need to be taking away that you versus me mentality um, and start to think of it as they need Jesus just as much as I do every single day. Uh, it will completely change our views. And um, we are all God's creation. We are all picking and we, um, we're all God's creation. We cannot pick and choose. God wants us all. Um, he wants the people with tattoos. He wants the people that dress funny. He wants the people that are broken and hurting. And, um, he wants the people that have been hurt by the church. He wants everyone. And it is in our flesh that makes us think otherwise. Um, whoo. I, I got going there. <laughs> um, so really to wrap it up, we need to live in this world, but not of it. Um, by not carrying the earthly values. Um, what the world holds to be sacred, what the world holds to be valuable, we are called to be out of that. But we are called to help the world. We are called to show the world the light of Christ. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Not glorify me, but glorify God. Um, and that's a big thing. I think sometimes we want to be recognized for the works that we are doing, but none of it. Even when we go out and talk to these people, even if we were the ones that help someone accept Jesus. That was not us. That was God. God is the soul saver. We are just here on this earth to help build his kingdom. Um, we want to give people a taste of the kingdom and let our lifestyle match our message. Um, if we're living in the world and we're being of it, our lifestyle is not matching our message. We need to be set apart. We need to be that light so that they know there's something different living inside of us and they want a taste of that. So <laughs> I am going to end on that. Um, I feel like this episode was short and sweet, but it got to the point. I hope that um, this brought you, <clears throat> this gave you something. Um, this brought good feelings and good stuff into you. It kind of made you realize what 
your goal is, what your purpose is, and that God loves you. God cares for you and he wants you. Um, I think sometimes we forget as Christians that God is still pursuing us daily, that he still loves us, that he still knows every single hair in our head. Um, We are still fearfully and wonderfully made and God never wants us to forget it. So if you have a topic um, or if you want to come on the show or if you would like me to talk more about this or if you would like to sit down and just have a conversation with me, meet over coffee, I would love to do that. Go ahead and uh, follow us and reach out to me via Instagram at at the weekly shaz. Um, Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to wherever you get your podcast and have a good night. We love you. Bye.